0: Welcome to the Impact Columbus podcast. It's season 3 and this season we're focusing on the journey to and through early parenthood. Along the way we're sharing content around pregnancy, delivery and all things baby. Mm-hmm. This month we are joined by Amy Marine. Chances, she's with Chances and Services for Youth. Casey, a child care resource and referral specialist to talk about all the things parents need to consider about child care for their new baby if they're planning on returning to work. And this topic is one that I am super excited about because I just feel like people just don't know, right, about a lot of those things. So uh, I'm so excited that you came and I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay.
1: Well, thanks for having me. Um, yes, like like Patty said, um, I'm Amy Marine, and I'm a Family Engagement Specialist with um, Chances and Services for Youth, the um, Child Care Resource and Referral Agency for Bartholomew County, as well as surrounding counties. Um, yeah. Do you need any other
0: information? No. About, okay. That's just, Sorry, <laughs> but um, I appreciate that. So yeah. I had to write down what your title, Family Engagement oh. Specialist. I really like that. I'm like, that's what I want to do when I grow oh. up. Um, but I know... When people are are just starting out on their journey to parenthood, they're planning on returning to work. Yeah. There's just so many different options available for childcare. And one of the biggest questions I get is about how parents can find good quality childcare. care yes. And like what are the good starting points for that? Okay. So um first of
1: course I'm gonna put a plug in here for what I do, but um if families want to contact us at the Child Care Resource and Referral Agency, we can actually take that burden from them and actually search for child care programs around their area. Um, we just have to um, gather some information from them, and then we can um, send them a list of programs um, that meet their needs. Um, we can match up like the hours that they are needing child care, um, as well as the different um, types of child care that they would um, possibly want. So we can do that, Um, and then also uh, families can go online to um, the Child Care Finder website through Indiana, um, and they can check out some programs from that website, or they can also go to um, the Early Learning Marketplace, and it's kind of new um, with the state, but... um, from there, they can uh, take a look at the different programs. I think they can put in like their county or their zip code and kind of search around there as well. And um, by the way, Patty, um, and um, they will put the links at the end of this. Yes. Yep. Um, so yes, that I'm will writing be, them all down. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll make sure you all have um, access to those links. But um, as well as I, I should also mention that Indiana has a quality rating improvement system called Paths to Quality. So um, we also recommend that parents, when they are searching for childcare programs, that they look for that. Um, programs will either have a decal on their doors, or um, they may actually have a sign out front or something like that. So be looking for um, the sign of Paths
0: to Quality as well. I know well. I see those yard signs all the time. Like I think more of those are maybe in homes where I see them, kind of in neighborhoods. Okay. So yes. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah see that before okay i know what that is uh-huh. all right that's awesome yeah we'll probably talk more about that too okay um another question is is when so mm-hmm. i know you know when i first had the twins like i we immediately reached out to child care resource and referral like literally before i told my parents that i was oh. pregnant we were like okay we got to figure this out we yeah go, i knew i was going back to work and i was going to need two spots and so mm-hmm. i was like oh gosh i gotta find some good child care right At the time we were living in plainfield actually mm. and so that was a whole other thing we could talk about later um <laughs> But I've also, I've talked to people before who, you know, it's coming up at the end of mom's maternity leave. I'm like, oh, what are you doing for childcare? And they're like, oh, we don't know yet. Mm -hmm. And it gives me secondhand anxiety for them. I'm like, you don't know yet? Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. So, and maybe I'm just a little bit like too, this side of things. You like to plan things out. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if you could tell that about me, but I do a little bit, like plan some things out. So, um, you know, what's, when is a good time in pregnancy or afterwards or what's kind of like the lead time that you would need to find a good childcare?
1: Um, I would say, uh, as soon as you think that you may need childcare, go ahead and start, start the search or start contacting childcare resource and referral agency, because, um, I, I will say that infant and toddler care right now, it it can be, um, challenging to find an actual opening. Um, we're having to, um, have families join wait lists at childcare programs. Um, I will also say that unfortunately, like with the way every industry right now is struggling to find employees, childcare is also one of those. And so if, Child care programs, unfortunately, aren't able to be fully staffed. They're not able to care for as many children that they may be licensed for. So then that cuts down how many children they can serve. Um, So as soon as a family thinks that they may need child care, um, go ahead and start the search now. Um, And then if you find a couple that you... um, that you like, that you may think you want your child there, go ahead and put, you know, if if there's not availability there, go ahead and add your name to that wait list. Um, that's kind of what we kind of tell families. Um, I don't want to necessarily say that, you know, when is too late, just because... Sometimes um, there's a circumstance that comes up, and yes, they need to find childcare right away. So, I mean, we can definitely, you know, try to help them, and we do the vacancy checks for families too. So, um, oh. so we can do that. We can see if we can find an opening, as well as um, try to find like the shortest wait list or something mm-hmm. like that for them as well. Yeah, I know um,
0: we moved when I was in my maternity leave with the mm-hmm. twins. So I had a spot all figured out because I did all my planning. I did a great job. It checked it all out, did the resources. Yeah. And then my husband got a job here in Columbus. And so we had to move like literally within a week oh down my, here. Yes. And I was looking for two infant spots, yeah. which it wasn't as dire back then, but... I mean, I called and I was like, hi, I need two infant spots next week. And they were like literally laughing at me like, are you kidding me? But we lucked out and we found a really good oh, place great. for them. Yeah. But how long are the wait lists that you're seeing right Um now?
1: Honestly, it varies. Yeah. It really does. Um, some can be like four, four, four months out or sometimes like six months. But then again... I mean, it doesn't mean that everybody that's on that wait list is going to stick around to be waiting on that wait list. So that's right. why we say, go ahead and add your name because it could be, you know, three or four families may drop off the wait list and then mm-hmm. you could be next
0: or something like that. So yeah. yeah, that's just something that we kind of recommend. Kind of intense right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know somebody here locally said that they, they have the space, but it's like you said, they don't have the teacher. So they have mm-hmm. you know, in a a center that might have ten rooms, they have two or three rooms closed because they yes. don't have staff for it. Right. Which then that trickles up too because if you don't have good childcare, you can't go to work either. So yeah. it's just a hot mess. Mm. Anyway. Um you kind of touched on the paths to quality earlier, but can you kind of walk us through the different kinds of childcare available? Yes.
1: Um so in Indiana, there's there's many different kinds of childcare programs. So um we um sometimes there The options are like homes, um, centers, or um, ministry-based programs. And um, thinking of the uh, family child care homes... um, we look at ones that are um, licensed, and there may be licensed programs, but um, there also may be some CCDF certified unlicensed childcare um, home providers. What's CCDF. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. Okay. So CCDF is um, the Child Care Development Fund, um, and that is a federal program to help low income families obtain
0: childcare. Oh, okay. So, are these the vouchers? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the childcare vouchers. Okay. Awesome. Yep. Um, I'm going to add a question on the end about those. So we'll chat more about pictures okay. here in a second. Okay. All right. So we have homes, centers, yes. ministry-based yes. places. Mm-hmm. Are there any others? Um, we can also uh,
1: connect families to their Head Start program, too. If oh, okay. If, um, if they uh, qualify for, for the Head Start, we can um, connect them to there, too. But
0: um, Okay. Yes. So let's say that folks have, they've come and talked to you or other childcare resource referral folks. Mm-hmm. They've got a list of a couple places that they want to go check out that the timelines match up for them. Mm-hmm. What are the kind of questions that they should ask for those providers? Mm-hmm. What should they look for? Um, are there any red flags that they should be aware of while they're kind of... Checking out these places. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so Brighter Futures Indiana, which is going to be another link I'm going to send you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but they actually have a health and safety checklist now for families. Um, and this list is great for families to take with them um, when they go tour some childcare programs. And that's something that we recommend as well. Um, if uh, families find a few that they're kind of interested in, always go and tour the place. See what kind of environment that your child is going to be in. Um, and so that's, um, it kind of gives a list of questions I want to think through and um, even ask the child care provider um, just to kind of get a feel for um, the environment that, like I said, your child's going to be in. Um, and also um, making sure that the caregivers are on the floor playing with the children. Mm. That's something to kind of think about too instead of being sitting off to the side. Um, and there may be times that, you know, people. Need to you know uh, huh. work on something or something. So, but just really kind of see where um, how the the interaction between the mm-hmm. caregiver and children are, um, as well as uh, making sure, especially like for those infants, that they are following the safe sleep practices. Yes, um, that's huge. Um, so, making sure that uh, children are placed alone on their back in a crib
0: love that. Yep. I mean, any plug for safe sleep I'm yep. 100% here for. So, love it. Um, any red flags beyond kind of interaction and safe sleep that people might not think of? Um,
1: I just, for every family, it may be, um, it, I don't know if I want to say like red flags, but they're just, um, some families may be more comfortable in the licensed childcare home, mm-hmm. you know, or some may want to... Um, have that more of a center based feel when it comes to centers or um, registered ministries, but um, i, d- I don 't necessarily know like of like a red flag mm-hmm. other than um, just making sure especially for those babies that it 's a
0: safe sleep yeah. environment yeah um, I just remember you know when we were looking at places it, especially after I had the babies like this is my whole world, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this tiny yes. thing is my whole world, and I'm gonna give this tiny thing to you for yeah. eight hours and just pray that, like, everything goes well. Right. And it, it helped to know that I was in a really good quality place. Yeah. And that they were gonna be with people that I trusted. So mm-hmm. I think that one thing for us that was really nice was it was kind of really open. So you could drop in anytime. Oh yes. I yeah. love the, uh, pop in in the middle of the day yes. Kind of like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, open door uh, policy. Yes. That's a very good, um, thing to look for. Yeah. For I sure. think that made me feel a lot better. I know. Yeah. Well, and that was pre COVID. So I wonder if it maybe is different now mm. they have different roles, but I don't know. It's always really nice, yeah. but, yeah. um, okay. So I want to go back to childcare vouchers because back when I was a social okay. worker, um, I got that question a lot from new moms. Like, how do I get childcare vouchers? And it was really a hard thing because to be able to work, they had to have childcare. But to be able mm-hmm. to get childcare, they had to have a job, right? And yes. at the time, it was a really long wait list. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of um, hard. How long is the wait list these days for the voucher? Or is there a wait list, I guess?
1: Um, that's a question I don't I okay. don't know the answer to really, but um, I do know that when it comes to needing to find childcare, so that you can't have a job or even look for the job right now, Indiana has uh, Project Job Search Indiana, and um, families who are needing childcare so that they can go on interviews and different things like that. Um, They can apply for the vouchers. And I think it's just a box you have to check on the application that says that you're looking for a job. Um, And uh, basically Indiana wants to try to help families get back to work. Um, And so that's, that's going on right now. So instead of the normal CCDF where one person has to be, you know, working or um, in school or something like that, like now if you are, Looking for a job, um, it's possible that you could. That's awesome. Um, be eligible.
0: I'm glad mm-hmm. to hear that. Awesome. Um, and the other thing was you mentioned Head Start, and I don't know if you can kind of walk through how Head Start is different than homes or centers or the ministry based child cares. Yes, I I don't necessarily
1: know like specifics when it comes to like the income requirements or things like that. However, um, we can definitely connect families mm-hmm. to their Head Start program um, or to their Early Head Start if they have Early Head Start in their county, mm-hmm. um, and um, then the Head Start um, staff they can kind of see if they are um, eligible. Okay, so it's income based. Um, I assume. I I believe so.
0: Okay. Oh. Uh, Penny. You're right. I know. You're like, I promised her beforehand that I would not ask her questions she didn't know the answer to. So I am breaking my promise because I just got curious. But No, it's okay. But I think you you are telling us that they are very similar and that child care resource referral would be able to connect folks with Early Head Start and then they kind of work through um, if they're eligible, which may or may not be based on income and some other things, right? Just Mm -hmm. to recap. Yeah. (laughs) See? Wasn't so bad. We talked her right way out of it. Um, so, I guess if you had to pick the number one tip for parents who are looking for childcare for their new baby, I know, right? I said one. What's the number one? Everyone's oh, like, goodness. I feel like five or six. And I'm like, okay, I need that like one. Right. Yes. right? What would it be?
1: Honestly, I would say take a look at those safe sleep practices. Really see. Um, you know, talk with the provider and. Um, Listen to, I guess, their answer when it comes to safe sleep. I know um, those licensed programs or those um, registered ministries, like they do need to, um, like, I believe safe sleep is a training that they have to have, okay? Mm -hmm. So um, that's something that they should be knowledgeable on, that they should be implementing. So definitely taking a look at that and making sure um, that they are following safe sleep. And families, if you need help um, knowing what that is, feel free to reach out to. I guess anyone on like Patty or myself or right. whoever, you yeah. know, to kind of learn more about um, what that looks like. But just making sure that the um, that the infants are um, on their, they are alone in their crib on their back. Yes. That's right. So um, as well as, um, I would also say like, especially for those infants, like making sure that they, um, when you tour the places that they are um, in like a, I guess, open floor, um, freedom to explore Mm. and not be confined. Yeah. And um, in those – yeah, Yeah. like in those – I always say anything with a buckle. Right. Yes. Anything with a buckle. Like just, and I mean, there are times, I mean, honestly, when you know, you're trying to feed children or something like that, where they do need to be in a high chair and things like that. But um, as, when they're not needing those moments, like it's really important that babies are free to explore mm-hmm. um, how their body is moving, how their body yeah. does move so they can move and not be strapped down so much. Yeah.
0: I'm imagining rugrats when you say that. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're free to explore. They have adventures. Yes. (laughs) Maybe not quite that far-reaching, but awesome. Well, thank you so much, Amy. Thank you for your time. Um, Join us next time when we have Dr. Reed back to talk about second trimester care. Mm. Thanks. All right. You're welcome. All right. (laughs)